1: Discover the remarkable story of Camellia, an award-winning developer renowned for its excellence and innovation in real estate. Take a closer look at Camellia's significant milestones, projects, and accomplishments that have contributed to its success. Invest in a legacy that will last for generations by unlocking the secrets behind this company's triumphs. To learn more about Camellia's journey, visit bit.ly slash Camellia and follow Camellia's official social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay updated and be part of the Camellia story. Podcast Network Asia. Hey Grateful Ones, welcome to Season 2 of After 30 with Gata Edigel. Before we start, let's take a few moments, a few deep breaths to make space for new learnings, rediscovery, and gratitude. Repeat after me. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the air I breathe. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for my ability to heal, to learn, to accept joy and abundance. Thank you for my unique abilities, my kindness, and my compassion. Thank you for love. Thank you for peace. Thank you for forgiveness. Take a couple more breaths. And when you're ready, let's start. Grateful ones, welcome to a brand new episode of After 30 with Gara Erigel. I hope you've had a great start to your year so far. I know I have. It has not been not challenging. It has not been without challenges, but it's been quite amazing so far. And I hope you've had an amazing start to your year as well. Now, while ending the year is mostly about rounding up everything you've done, like a check back on your accomplishments, a list of your things to improve on. The start of the year is about setting goals, planning your year and crafting your manifestations. Now today, we're talking about your future, investing in your future specifically. In your late 20s to early to mid 30s, you're most likely already thinking about investing in your home, finding more ways to get passive income as life gets busier and busier. There are still so many myths and misconceptions around investing in real estate. And now is the perfect time to talk about it. Why investing in real estate is your future? We have with us back on the show someone who knows the ins and outs of real estate, real estate broker and consultant and content creator. Everybody, please welcome back, Alex Zeta. Hi, Alex. Hi, Kara. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for having me in
0: your show again.
1: Happy New Year! It's so great to have you back. You look amazing. How have you been so Thank far you. since the last time we talked? That was
0: years ago. That was during the <laughs> pandemic, pa. Um, yep. I've been doing good. I'm gonna give birth in a couple of months. Still busy with real estate as usual, but it's a good thing that we can do it at home online. So very flexible in work hours, which I like.
1: Oh, that's so great. And congratulations. Oh my gosh. Okay. You kind of touched on a very important part of, you know, how it's going, how the real estate, I guess, climate is going right now. You're able to work at home online digitally. We know you're very, you're very present online all the more now. So I want to talk about that a little bit more later on, but I want to start with a very important question, which is, there are often myths and misconceptions around real estate investment. Like if you're really not familiar with it, if you're so new to it, like I was, let's say maybe two or three years ago, and kong fears and andami kong tanong deba revolving around investing in real estate. Now, what are some common ones that you've encountered and continue encountering up until now? And how can you dispel them?
0: Well, one misconception that beginning buyers or new home buyers seem to have but real estate is that they can buy pre-selling property and flip it easily after a couple of years. I mean, yes, you can do that. And we also have made money doing that. But you have to know the real estate market of that city. Because when you know the market, then you will know what is the timeline or at what price you can flip your property or your investment at in a couple of years. So you just don't like buy blindly with regards to it depends on what property also that you want to invest in, whether it's house and lot or a condo or a lot only. So you have to be familiar with the real estate market. And to do that, you have to get a good real estate broker or agent to advise you on the properties that are available if that pre-selling price is a good price or if it's already too high. And what would be the ideal timeline to flip the property? So just don't go in blindly. And another misconception is that real estate is a passive investment. So it's not really a passive investment because when you say passive, that means you don't do anything at all. I guess you could say semi-passive because you also have to take the time to maintain the property to pay the real estate taxes. So there are things that you have to do. But the good news is you can delegate these things. So that's why I call it semi-passive. It doesn't mean that you have to work on these things yourself, especially if you're a very busy individual or if you are an OFW and you're not here, you can't do it physically. So you can leverage by getting someone to do everything for you.
1: I love that. Thank you for mentioning, I guess, the two most common um, misconceptions that we... And those terms that we often hear being thrown about, like, you know, investing in it and flipping it just like that. It's so easy. And then the second one is it being a a form of passive income, especially for OFWs, people who aren't physically here to see the property, feel it physically, and, you know, really talk to the broker personally. I guess what's most important and the most important thing that you did mention is that yes, those two things are true and yes, you can do them. But at the same time, it's not, there are, parang kumbaga, there are gray areas around it. It's not black and white. Diba? Yes, you can flip it, yeah. but these are the important details that you need to know. And this is what you need to do. Yes, it can be a great source of passive income, but these are, you know, the reminders, you need to delegate, you need to, you know, all these important things revolving around it. It's not as easy as that, but it, Can definitely be done. Yes, that's correct. I love that. Okay. Second, what advice do you have for first-time real estate investors who probably have either are on the opposite extreme ends of the spectrum, like really excited, really want to, you know, do it, flip it and like get passive income and dinila alam, all the other important details underneath that in fine print, kumbaga. And on the other end of the spectrum, naman want to invest, but are I guess still parang back and forth kasi and dame nilang fears. Anong well, advice. For,
0: for first time real estate investors, the first thing that you have to consider or decide on is that which city you want to invest in. Because I've had clients that they are not even sure yet which city they want to go with. Like they want to do Palawan or Cebu or Manila. So once you've decided on which city that you want to invest in, then you can find a really good real estate broker who knows the local market well, because real estate is local. So it doesn't mean that if that agent knows the Palawan real estate market, they would also be familiar with the Cebu real estate market. So you have to make sure that you find an agent that knows the market well and will be able to assist you with your real estate journey. Because a good agent will give you information in two things. First is information about the product. Second is information about the process. And both are very important. I think the process is even more important because with a product, you can get information easily online or you can ask other agents. So A lot of agents would be able to have this information because they can just ask the marketing staff of the developer, right? But an experienced agent will know the process well, like what is the start of the journey? Where will your journey end? So that would really help you as a beginning investor, as someone who is new to investing in real estate. When you have the information, then you will able to make the decisions that are best for you.
1: I'm very curious. I've only, let's say, had a couple of experiences with a real estate broker here, where I'm from. And I'm so curious to know what this journey is is that you're talking about like can you like walk us through let's say explaining to a five-year-old like the simplest way you can tell a story about how this what this journey is like let's say a relationship between a real estate broker and a brand new person who's a getting into new investing. Investor. yes a brand new investor
0: yes i actually have a video about these things and i also have an infographic which i send to my clients Like, for example, if they're inquiring and are ready to reserve or they want to buy a property already. So I send them the information or the infographic. So it's very easy to look at. Basically, first is you decide on what which city you want to invest in and what type of property you want. Like, is it a house? For example, if it's a residential property, then house and lot, condo, or lot only. And then you get a good broker, someone that you can trust and someone who's been in the real estate industry at least five years actively practicing so that you know that, okay, this person already knows what they're doing because they've been actively practicing for at least five years. And then you relay what you want to your broker or agent so that he or she can shortlist the properties that fit your requirements or are have the nearest fit to your requirements. Let's say you are looking for a condominium in Cagayan de Oro. And then you want the one bedroom. So they will give you the options. These are the projects that are available and these are the prices. So they will give you the information. That's the next part. So information on the different projects that are available that are, that would fit your requirements that in terms of location, in terms of budget, in terms of unit type, we'll go over this. And then you can either do a property tour. So that's step number four. Either do a property tour if the project is already ready for occupancy, or if not yet, if it's still a pre-selling project, as most, there are a lot of condominiums that are pre-selling, then usually we just do everything online. So just drone shots or perspectives of the project that the buyer is interested in. And then they select a unit. Once they selected a unit, let's say, okay, I would like to reserve a studio unit on the first floor. And then the broker will then send you the computation with a breakdown and then also advise you on the next steps. So once you're okay with the unit, then the next step is to reserve. So with reservation, there are reservation requirements. They're just pretty basic, like the IDs, filled up information sheet. Some developers would ask for marriage contract or birth certificate or income documents like Certificate of Employment and facelifts. And then just email everything to the developer. And then you can also, you also have the option of paying the reservation fee online. So either you send it to their preferred bank or you can go to the developer's office and pay it over the counter. But since most of my clients are OFWs, we just do everything online. And once it's reserved, that's already the first part of the buying process. And then the next part is to book the account. So booking the account means to submit additional documents and requirements to the developer to book the account. And then the last step is to apply for a home loan and wait for property turnover. So let's say the project will take five years to be finished because usually the condominiums, the turnover is between three to five years or three to six years. So let's say it's already been five years. So now you can start applying for your home loan. Once the loan is released, by the bank it's released already to the developer then the developer will pay the develop uh, the bank will pay the developer and the developer will turn over your unit to you so you can start using your unit already oh gosh so
1: was it right did i count it that right that's it's like essentially a three-step journey mm-hmm. of broker yeah. and investor type of relationship okay uh, another follow-up question, You, the way you explained it, because you also mentioned that most of your clients are now OFWs, has it always been this easy, I guess, to deal and invest in real estate? Or is it something that just happened, I guess, because of the pandemic and then a result of that moving forward in the next few years?
0: It has not always been this easy. Actually, the I believe the pandemic like fast-forwarded the real estate processes like 10 years into the future because before wow. we couldn't reserve online. Like we ha- would have to go to the office of the developer. And of course, since a lot of my clients are OFWs, then they would have to assign someone as their representative. Like, for example, the parents are the buyers. So they have a daughter in that city. So I would go with their daughter or I would go with the sister or their preferred representative to the office. And they would like sign all the form or all the forms by hand, so it was all very manual. But then when the pandemic came, everything became like online overnight. So it was really—it's now a lot more efficient compared to before.
1: Ooh, okay. So considering this, you know, you saying that the effects of the pandemic kind of uh, mm-hmm. pushed, right? the ba okay. the your real estate 10 years forward what are the advantages now of investing in real estate over other investment options because there are a lot you know especially in 2024
0: there are pros and cons to each type of real estate investments and even with real estate like there are pros and cons so since we're talking about the advantages one main advantage of real estate as an investment is the appreciation So when you buy a property, it will appreciate over time, meaning the value of the property that you bought will appreciate over time. For example, like ten years ago, in Saver States, in Saver States, which is a subdivision here in Cagayan de Oro, the prices of lots here were at like seven thousand per square. So now, ten years later, it's already at twenty five twenty five thousand per square.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Grabe. But of course, it's not always like that. It depends on the location, how yeah. the community or the immediate area is being developed. Because mm-hmm. because Xavier State is located in a high-end subdivision and the uptown area in or is a high-end community, that's why mataas yung appreciation ng mga property. So it's not like that naman in all Everywhere. the areas. Because land is just land, right? Like, what matters is how you develop it. So if the mm-hmm. development around the area, Mabelisha, Maganda, so the properties, the immediate vicinity, it will all appreciate. So that's one advantage.
1: So these are also very big considerations for when you invest no, in real estate. It's concerning, mm-hmm. of course, location, location, location. What are the plans of development around it? Like our first, my mm-hmm. first at least experience in investing in real estate or in land, at least here in the province where I'm at. Is when we got it, it was like so bare, pa na puro puno literal, and there were no roads yeah. yet. But at, like two years into it, my husband and I were thinking, should we sell it? Because we appreciate it, but like we're not seeing any developments yet. And then three years later, suddenly they're already building a road, and now there's a road na, like right in front of the land. So it shoot up. Yung, yes. um uh, d- the, appreciate the bigger, siya, like
0: appreciate bigger really fast uh, development. The faster the appreciation, like for example, in Lagindingan, which is a community or a town, a town municipality that is about forty minutes from Cagayan de Oro, lots there were at four hundred to five hundred pesos per square. Wow! And then Ayala donated about eighty hectares to the government to build an mm. airport. So oh my gosh! yeah an airport because the airport in Cagayan de Oro got transferred to Lagindingan. So, because of that news, land started increasing. News, wala Walapang development sa airport. It started increasing to 800 to 1,000 pesos per square. And now that the airport is finished, presidential lots there now cost about 4,000 pesos per square. So, the development of both the government and private developers are both key to appreciation of real estate. And another. Another main benefit to investing in real estate is that it's really a stable investment, but it's not fast. So, yun naman yung cons. It's not fast na fast yung appreciation. Unlike na, if nag-business ka, then mas mas magiging malaki yung ROI mo. Mahina siya, pero very steady yung appreciation. And the second benefit is cash flow. So, if you buy a property and you lease it out, then you will be able to enjoy the cash flow from that property. Provided, of course, that the numbers make sense. Like if you loaned it to a bank, like my mortgage, ka you have to compute ma,kaano yung net income mo versus the mortgage and other expenses. Kaya may isang client taka when she buys property, her main business is fuel, but she regularly invests in real estate. So she buys property in cash. So usually the budget niya I notice is about two or three million or four million max per year. She buys it in cash and then she just leases it out. So she now has a lot of leverage, and that's the third advantage. When you have a lot of property, you will, you can have leverage. And what business owners do, like a lot of my clients do, is they mortgage the properties that they have so they can have a line at the bank. And whenever they need a loan for their business, they can always pull out money like anytime because they have leverage because of their real estate investments. So those are the three main benefits to investing in real estate. First is appreciation. Second is cash flow. And third is leverage. And of course, your equity
1: will also increase. Thank you so much for explaining that to us. Now, this is also something we touched at the beginning of the episode is the word or are the words passive income. Now, how can investors, I mean, considering all of that, all those three important factors, I guess... to consider before even uh, investing in real estate how can investors capitalize on this so-called passive income through real estate investments
0: yeah so first is you have to consider that real estate is a long-term investment so it's not like you're just gonna pay it off for a couple of months or a A few years, and then you'll be able to immediately enjoy. Of course, sometimes you can because if the if land suddenly, if the value of land suddenly shoots up, then you can sell it, right? Yeah. Because you can only realize the appreciation income when you dispose already the property. If you don't dispose it, if you continue to hold on to it, it's the the appreciation or your income will still be on paper. But when it comes to really be able to leverage on real estate, then you have to consider also. The expenses that you have to spend on, your monthly amortization, your payments. Because since it's a long-term investment, you have to make sure that you'll be able to afford it long-term. Like not only one to two years, tapos give up muna siya. So, dapat ma-afford mo siya long-term para naman hindi masayang yung investment mo. Kasi if you sell your property na kin- kailangan mo dispose na mabilis, baka break-even ka lang. So you have to make sure that meron kang time. That if you want to dispose it, then you will be able to give your real estate broker agent enough time to market it and to sell it so that you will be able to make a profit. So it's a long-term investment. That's one thing that you have to consider as an investor.
1: How about for people, for example, let's say OFWs, because we've encountered this a lot, especially you know myself as an example, when I was renting a condo, the owner of the condo I was renting is an OFW so they invested in the property and then nagloan sila and then so ang pinambabayad nila essentially to the loan is pinaparentahan nila yung property hanggang mabayaran nila ng bo. and then that's when they're i think planning on living there is that something that a lot of people do Yeah it's something that a lot of OFWs do
0: and not only OFWs even like business owners based in the Philippines mm-hmm. or locally employed individuals that are based in the Philippines. So a lot of my clients they invest in condominiums for more for investment purposes and not really as end users. Although there are end users. Naman. So what they usually do is they buy it pre-selling because when a project launches, it's usually at the most affordable, at the lowest price. launch lang ng project. So if it mm-hmm. launched like let's say January twenty twenty four. So that would be at the lowest price and that it will just increase from there. Mm -hmm. So that's why there are people who flip the property. And when it comes to flipping, Naman, you can do it as long as the best time to do so would be once the developer has already been or the inventory of the developer has been sold out. Because if you want to flip property, your main competition would be the developer because the developer, they can offer terms, right? Terms meaning the down payment can be paid in installment over a period of 12 months or more. And for secondary owners, usually the down payment is paid in bulk. Because it's matag- namang matagal if you're mo for mo 12 months. Like you're, not a de- you're not a developer, right? So, yeah, and um, that's one thing to consider Na if you want to invest, then you can buy it pre-selling. And then second, as an OFW, you need to make sure that you have someone there in that city who can maintain your unit for you, like maybe you have a relative, or you can hire like basically just a caretaker who can clean your unit and pay the condo dues every month, pay the real property tax every year. So the dues can be paid monthly or annually. So at least there's someone who can help you in maintaining your unit. Or if you really don't have anyone to do that, then you can just invest in a condo hotel so that's almost completely passive. Because if you own a unit in a condotel, then you don't really need to do anything else aside from paying your taxes. Because since it's already part, it's basically a hotel, a condo that's being used as a hotel run by a hotel management company, then they will be the one already to maintain your unit, to pay the taxes, the real property tax, and and pay the no more condo dues as well. And if there's anything that needs to be replaced, it's a broken light bulb or it needs your unit needs to be fixed, then the property management will do that for
1: you. So it's almost parang, completely passive. Got it. All right. Well, technology is something. So I want to ask also because of that, Noah, because there are a lot of payments that need to be done. But now you said and you mentioned earlier that most of these payments can already be done online. Now, in what ways yes. can technology such as, you know, I've been seeing virtual tours as well. Um, of units of homes, townhouses and such that have virtual tours online and some apps as well. How can this enhance their real estate investment experience?
0: Well, since a lot of clients are too busy to actually check the units first, it can really save them time because before they check the actual unit, at least they can already pre-screen it by being able to check out unit tours online because the unit tours are either perspectives or video video tours, actual video tours done by either the developer or the real estate broker. Like for example, on my YouTube channel, I have a lot of video tours of the homes that we have in our inventory and pre-selling projects that we have. So if the developer has a model unit, I'll get my team to shoot the model unit so that the buyer will be able to appreciate the layout, how it looks like. Is it really different if you see it, right? Versus that if you just look at a perspective. But again, not all developers make a model unit for their units because with fast selling projects, usually it gets sold out before the unit is even completed. So, you, merong iba na walang model unit. But a majority of the developers, they will be constructing model units. And another thing to note as well when it comes to being able to pay online is not only can buyers now reserve online, But they can also pay for the down payment online, which is a really good thing. Because before, kailangan post-dated checks na submit mo to the developer. I don't know if you've tried this, but if you want to buy a condominium, for example, you would need to submit post-dated checks as one of the requirements to book the account. So the Mm -hmm. problem is, if you are an OFW, you're based abroad, you don't have a Philippine checking account, sinong magi-issue ng post-dated checks. So yung ginagawa Mm -hmm. ng mga clients ko, they would have their representative open a checking account. See si representative yung mag issue So okay mm-hmm. lang kung if you have someone you can trust. Kasi ipapadala mo yung pera mo sa representative mo, right? So okay lang if yeah. man, you can trust that person. But now, the the good thing is we have Acquire, which is an online payment platform, and it's accredited or it's partnered up with majority of the big developers here in the Philippines, including Vista Land or Camellia. So, now, if you want to buy a property, they've partnered with a lot of other developers as well. So, now if you want to buy a property, then you can pay online using Acquire. So, just it's like a bank transfer lang na process. You can pay through the Acquire website and transfer the monthly payments to or the down payment of your unit every month if you don't have a checking account.
1: Oh, so cool and so convenient. So, okay, you mentioned Camellia, right? So Mm -hmm. for our listeners who are overseas Filipino workers, or even not, you know, for everybody, for our first-time investors who are considering investing in, you know, a home or in real estate that they're dreaming of investing back home. Let's start first specifically with OFWs because they're not here physically. So there are a lot of hurdles, I guess, and doubts in investing in real estate, particularly a Camellia community. Why is real estate an ideal choice for them?
0: It will really depend on your financial goals, right? So real estate can be a good investment But again, you will need to go back to your financial goals. Like, Why do you need to invest in real estate? So for a lot of OFWs, they do it for investment, meaning they want to lease it out later on once the property has been turned over. And another reason is they want some place or a house that they can, a house or a condominium that they can retire in once. Because even if they have a good life abroad, like they're in the U.S. enjoying their life there or there in Europe, They still dream of coming back and living living again or retiring in the Philippines. So that's why while they're able to earn, while they have the capacity to pay, then they will want to invest early on so that once they come back home, then they have a place to stay already. So that's two of the main reasons why people or a lot of my clients invest in real estate, either to lease it out or... They want to be able to use it themselves once they're back home. Or third, they want to buy it for their family who is here in the Philippines. So I guess a home is like a dream of a lot of Filipinos, like owning your own property and being able to fix it up however you want. So it's a big dream that a lot of us have, not only OFW.
1: So it's something that we all aspire and look forward to. Thank you so much for that. I hope that answered like all of your questions in your heads if you guys are still really doubting it or if you are definitely considering investing in real estate, especially in 2024. It's looking good. And like what Alex said, it's very important to remember that when investing in real estate, it's not something that you can get ROI from, let's say, right away. Right? It's a long-term investment. It's a big commitment. But if you research well on it, if you read up on, I guess, like really find the perfect community or the perfect real estate development for you or perfect broker for you that you can create a good relationship with, then it should be a pretty smooth journey. And the journey, if you want to know more about that, is on Alex's YouTube. (laughs) And also, she kind of touched on that Uh, here a few minutes ago in this episode as well. You can just uh, easily skip back to that. But I'm on to my last couple of questions for Alex over here. Now, passive income is a dream. We've touched on that as well for everybody, right? (laughs) Don't we want to just have passive income? (laughs) (laughs) I know, know, right? And OFWs often have concerns about long distance investments and asset security, of course, because they're not here. Now, how can these concerns be addressed? Let's say well, if we as, were to one as, two three four five VIP, yep. ganyan. Yeah, well,
0: as an OFW, you can address that by getting a property manager if in the city there is a company doing property management. Although it's not so common here in the Philippines, though, I think in Manila there you can be you might be able to find a couple of property managers, but in other cities in Vismin, I'm not so familiar with property management companies in those cities. But if you have, then you just comment on Kara's Facebook page. If man because I have clients who are looking. So a property manager is basically someone who can manage your property for you to so clean it, maintain it, pay the taxes. Here in Cagayan de Oro, I have a friend who's starting a property management business. So if it, the property is in the uptown area, then they can do that for you. The second way to really help you out as an OFW is to find someone that you can trust. It doesn't have to be a professional manager, but maybe you can hire a caretaker and have them supervised by a relative. Let's say if you have relatives in the same city, then they can just check if the caretaker you hired is doing a good job. Because there's really, with real estate, especially with house and lots and condos, you have to maintain it. So no problem if it's a lot only, right? Like you just buy it and then you can forget about it until you need to use it. So that's why land is a very popular, one of the most popular investments when it comes to residential real estate. Because you have the freedom to decide when you're going to build. But when it comes to house and lots or condos, you immediately have to manage it once it's already been turned over. And although you can delegate that. And then the third is if you really want passive income, almost completely passive, then you can just buy a condo So, there's a professional property management company who will be managing or a, a hotel group who will manage it for you. So, hands off natilaga siya. You don't
1: have to do anything. Got it. Okay. There are so many things to consider. It sounds a little bit daunting, I guess, for people who are very unfamiliar with it. But, like you said, yeah, it's everywhere. I mean, you can find information everywhere on in the internet, or you can just go and look for a really good real estate broker or let's say go to Camellia Homes' website to check if you really are super interested in it and if your whole heart is in it because investing in real estate isn't just about properties, right? It's about creating a future, your future. You're building your future, about your dreams of owning a home, securing passive income, navigating the real estate market are not just dreams. They're achievable goals. That's what we said very importantly Uh, the way Alex opened it a while ago, right? In the beginning of the episode is that, okay, yes, you can have passive income. Yes, you know, um, everybody can do it. Sure, invest in real estate, but they're not just dreams. They're achievable goals. As long as you know, all the other, like the fine print, all the other important details, and you find someone who can really help you and a community uh, and a developer that can really help you find the perfect space for you to create your home or your future. So thank you so much, Alex, for sharing all of your knowledge with us. I mean, your expertise as well. Before we end this, please share with us. I don't know if you remember, but this is something that I ask my guests on the show. Kind of shout it out to the universe and share with us what you are grateful for today in this moment. It's still quite tough reeling in from the pandemic and all the busyness of life now and starting the year. It's always like really amazing to do a gratitude shout out. So please share with us what you're really grateful for right now in this moment.
0: I'm grateful for good health because, you know, with the pandemic and what happened during that time, it really let us focus on what truly is important. Right. And that is health. Like if if you have good health, then you can manage pretty much manage everything else. Yeah, I, I agree. And you're about to pop. And,
1: Congratulations. Oh, yes, you have uh, one more.
0: In, in two months. Yeah, good health and being able to provide value in the way that I know how. And I do that through real estate, like being a broker and being a content creator. Like you, you, as a content creator, you can really share so much with the world. Like for me, I share what I know about real estate, like investing in the process. So these are the things that once you are able to, once the buyer can at least know about the basic process, then at le- they can have the right information and they can have what they need to make a good decision.
1: You found your purpose and it's such a great one at that, you know, you've found, let's say, the best way to be of service to others. And at the same time, of course, it's you're earning a, you're making a living. But you're yes you're you're making lives i guess out of how you're making a living you know what i mean like you're sharing you're making it so much easier for people to invest in their future you know by giving all this information for free online easily accessible for everybody who wants to know more about it and who are afraid to jump into it and you're essentially making it so much easier and so much comfortable for them to be able to navigate through this journey as well so thank you. Please invite them to check out your YouTube channel and also your other socials so that if they have more questions about real estate or about investing in Camellia Homes specifically, please give us your socials and your website and everything. All your info. Yes.
0: So you can just check out my YouTube channel, Alex Zeta. You can just type it up. Alex Zeta, real estate broker, and my channel will pop up. And for my social media, my Facebook is Alex Zeta Gingau. And also my Instagram, Alexita, So just message me if my contact info is there as well, as well as my email address. So just message me if you have any questions about real estate. And also when it comes to real estate investing, like one last tip that I can share with you is to prioritize townships. Like for example, Camellia has a lot of townships now since they've started their new brand, high-end brand, Vista Vista Land. So a township is basically a uh, development that contains, that has residential and commercial component. So there's a residential area and there are also, com- this, there's also a commercial area. And one advantage in investing in townships compared to like standalone residential developments is that it, they tend to appreciate faster because of the commercial component. And also as a resident, you will be able to enjoy more amenities and it's more convenient as well because like there's just a lot of commercial establishments within walking distance or near to your community, to your residential community.
1: Got it. Thank you so, so, so much, Alex. So grateful for you. I know you're not feeling hundred percent today and even then you made time and space for us. So thank you so much. I learned a lot. And now for everybody listening or watching right now, please go ahead and share this episode with your fellow dreamers and go-getters. Let's spread the knowledge, break the myths, and pave the way for a brighter, more secure future. Now, remember, your future home might just be a wise investment away. Visit Camellia Homes' website or check out their socials for more information. Until next time, this has been Kara and, of course, Alex Zeta joining us over here. Stay grateful, stay inspired, and keep thriving, everybody. Thank you, Alex! Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Bye everybody.
1: Bye. -bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50